why it's so important for Florida State to hit the home run with this weekend's recruiting visitor list. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another episode of Locked On Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith. In today's show, we are going to talk recruiting throughout. It is an elite, massive recruiting list this weekend for Miami game. And Florida State has a chance to not only set themselves up to finish the 24 class strong, but 25 and 26 and beyond, because this is how you win national titles. You recruit at an elite level and you build upon your success on the field. And this weekend, certainly gives them that chance. Please hit that like button, hit that notification bell, and subscribe to this podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast for free and on YouTube, part of the awesome Locked On Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is going to be brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a great app to use. It's very simple. And today's episode is brought to you by prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for a first deposit match of $100 daily fantasy sports made easy. So here's the deal. In all the years that I've covered recruiting, I've seen a ton of visitor lists that were impressive. Some may be better than this one. Maybe not. It's subjective, but this is truly the creme de la creme elite list that I can remember for Florida State in a very, very long time. How many years? I don't know, but the lists are bigger now because you try to get more underclassmen. So it's kind of hard to compare when it's not apples to apples. But the elite 24 kids are there. The elite 25 kids are there. They even have some 26 kids, which I'll probably get into in a later show in a few weeks. But we're going to talk mostly just 24 and 25. It's it's a 30-minute show. And it's going to start off with Jeremiah Smith. It's going to talk about Cameron Coleman and the elite players like that. And then we're going to break it down because especially the 25 group is incredible. All of these kids set you up for the future. There is no one segment that's important over another or anything. It's just throughout. It is massive. I could do a two-hour show on this, literally. That's how much information is here. I know the vast majority of these kids from Florida that are coming to the game. And it is a primarily local group, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, and it's fantastic. So let's talk about Jeremiah Smith first. In case you didn't know, best player in the country, class of 24, technically committed to the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's been to Florida State before. He's been earlier this year, been earlier this season, etc. This is probably Florida State's last hurrah to try to flip him. Is it going to be easy? No. He's extremely hard. He's the number one player in the country, though. You have to try. I've said this before on this show, and I shall say it again. Since I saw Moss, and I've never seen a better high school film than Randy Moss's film, this is the closest thing that I've seen to it. And I know Jeremiah. He's the kind of kid off the field that you want. He works harder than about anybody. When he's in the zone, he's in the zone. He's different than anybody else I know in terms of all the physical and mental traits combined. He's as close to an elite, sure thing, wide receiver prospect as one is going to see. He is a walk-in and start day one kid at Florida State. I do not care who they sign. I do not care which kids they bring into the portal. Walk-in day one starter at Florida State. That's where I see it. Now, Florida State might try to easy men, not to screw up chemistry, but 
he's going to start next year if he goes to Florida State, period. He's going to start next year if he goes to Ohio State, period, and et cetera, et cetera. Him being back on campus against the team that a lot of people thought was the biggest threat to get him to flip, that's pretty interesting. Miami's right down the road. Mario Cristobal and the Canes have recruited him as hard as you can possibly recruit him. But Jeremiah told me a long time ago something that was very, very point blank, and I give him respect for it. He picked Ohio State originally on one basic premise. Totally get it. They develop receivers, and they have proven they will develop, not what's projected. They have proven better than anybody else that they can get guys to the National Football League. That's his opinion. He doesn't want to hear about 10 years ago, 15 years ago current staff, what have you done? That makes it really hard on the Florida schools because they're all newer staffs. Just is what it is. If he sticks with that, I don't see how he doesn't sign with Ohio State. But again, he's in Tallahassee. He's going to be on the sidelines. Florida State should win handedly. If you can't impress him here and at least put yourself in a position down the stretch for the December 20 signing day, something's wrong. They're on they're on him as hard as they can. I know Florida State has recruited Jeremiah very, very hard. I know that from talking to him personally. This is a kid you got to go after. Similar. The other kid, if you're going to rank somebody else's higher, higher, very similar body builds, Cameron Coleman. Phoenix City, Alabama, he is from Central. It's a program that traditionally sends kids to Auburn and Alabama. He committed to AM. Nobody expects him to really sign there. He's going to be at Florida State this weekend. A lot of people think he's going to be at the Iron Bowl for when Auburn hosts Alabama in a few weeks. This is a crazy recruitment. Anything could happen. I'm really confident on the Jeremiah situation. I know him. I don't know Cam. I've met him, but I don't know him. I have no idea where this kid's going to sign. None. But he is another condor like Jeremiah. Jeremiah is 6'3", 210. Cam, I'm guessing, is around 200. And he is just freaky athletic, just like Jeremiah. Only difference is Jeremiah lives in South Florida and this kid lives in Alabama. That's about it. The difference, though, for me is the personality. I, I don't know what Cam's looking for. I do know what Jeremiah is. But again, especially with the receivers that Florida State's trotting out on the field, you want to have a long-term national title opportunity year in, year out? No position in sport right now has been galvanized more and moved up the list of importance than wide receiver. I did some numbers today, just as an example, looking at different conferences. The top four teams in the SEC, in any particular order, Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and LSU, based on record, those four teams are also the top four teams in uh, total plays of 20 or more yards. Something I talk about on this show, a lot of that is just the big passing plays. They've got receivers that just take the ball away from you. It's, it's imperative that you get those guys. Imagine where Florida State would be this year without Keon Coleman, that one guy that is just a complete difference maker. Cam, obviously, the name is interesting, Cameron Coleman, is a really, really similar player. It's amazing, amazing what he can do in tight quarters against guys even smaller than him in terms of making the miss, what he can do in a route, when he gets on top, when he stacks guy, he runs faster than kids that are 5'11", 170. He's 200 pounds. This is another guy that can change your program. Florida State is right there. I had somebody recently tell me that knows him better than me that he thought Florida State was the biggest threat to AM. That's just what I was told. I do not know. Just being honest, I don't know the kid like I knew Jeremiah. That being stated, 
This is a recruitment that is going to go down to the wire amongst all the 24 kids. And I've got not one page, but two pages of notes. And I wasn't even close to done. And I just gave up. These are the two most important kids. If you're going to remember anything else from this show, class of 24, two wide receivers, Jeremiah Smith, Cameron Coleman, come hell, come high water. If they want to truly maximize this class, they got to get one of those two kids. Florida State knows that. Just from talking to people around Florida State, talking to people in the recruiting industry, they they know they're on that, that cusp. They got, well, Wayne McCoy and B.J. Gibson's really freaking good from Wilcox County in Georgia. Nobody knows where that's at. He can play. If you put Coleman and or Jeremiah on the field with them, they're going to smoke everybody, especially in the ACC. It'll be a complete non-contest every year. They would have to have injuries at the yin-yang to lose a game or have five turnovers. You get those kind of players, it'll be like Florida State's fast break from the 90s again. It'll be a complete demolition derby. But at the same time, you still got to get them. So that's something to think about. But these, these two guys, out of everything on this show, it is vital they get one of them. They change the game. So with that being said, on the other side, we're going to talk a little more long-term. You know, we got like Armando Blunt's coming back, by the way. He's now a 24 kid. I always forget that. But he's going to be on campus. And 24 kids in general, it, there's going to be several. But the 25 list is just completely insane. If you're on YouTube, you see the list on the side. That's the second thing I got list. It, it's just, it's incredible. And I want to go through and just more na- like name who they are, give you a brief description. I know almost all of them in some capacity from seeing them at a combine, a game or whatever. It's incredible. We're going to go over that. First up though, LinkedIn jobs. Today, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best candidates for your company. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Use Florida State, for instance, their medical staff, their trainers, etc. They can't afford to miss on anything. They've got to use the right people and the right tools to get them. And they don't have time. When somebody leaves for another job, they got to replace that person immediately, especially if a season is in and that person was a part of that team. For whatever reason, you have to do it. LinkedIn Jobs gives you that opportunity for your company to make a similar type of move. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to find faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about 25. Why am I so excited about it? Why is it such an important factor? All of those things. Let's just get this out of the way in 20 seconds. It's an incredible year in Florida in 25. And Florida State has elite kids coming. DJ Pickett in particular, I'll talk about him in a second. It's a kid I know well, but it's across the state. They've hit Miami, Tampa, Orlando area, Jacksonville, the greater area in Tallahassee, the entire area of the state. That's the first part. Second, there's some key Georgia kids, and there's key kids from other out-of-state areas. They even have a kid from up in the Midwest coming, et cetera. It's incredible. They also have David Sanders coming from Charlotte. He's obviously a player that you've heard about. If you follow recruiting closely, he might be the number one player in the country. Out of the top 10, like three or four kids in the country are going to be on Florida State's campus in the class of 25. It's incredible. So without further ado, let's start off with DJ Pickett. In case you don't know much about him, 
one of the freakiest kids I've ever seen at any level in any sport. I was blessed to have seen among many other athletes growing up, Allen Iverson play live before he ever went to even Georgetown. Probably the best pure athlete I've ever seen at the high school level. DJ Pickett's a totally different style of athlete, but he's that kind of athlete where he just walks out and you know who it is. You try to do everything you can to stop him and you cannot. Six, three and a half can play corner. Yes, I said corner. He plays free safety. He plays receiver. Freak. Zephyr Hills, Florida. He's an elite baseball prospect. He runs under 10, nine in the hundred meters. And he's just kind of juggling all these sports. I don't know when he's going to go all in on football. I'm not even sure football is his best sport because he's that good of an athlete. He could go anywhere though. Florida's in the mix, Florida state, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio state, you name it. He's got offers from everybody. I've known about DJ since he was in eighth grade out of all the 25 kids. He's the most intriguing to me because he could do any anything you want pretty much skill-wise outside of maybe running back. He's a little too long for that. But everything else is in front of him. Just incredible football player. And he's got uh, – Cromartie's a little bit of a comparison. He's not as physically built as Cromartie was, but that kind of guy. Play corner, play safety. DJ Pickett is that dude. Justice Terry, Manchester, Georgia. He's committed to Georgia, but Florida State's had a rep here lately of flipping bulldog commitments. Here could be another one. This kid's 6'4", 290, and he is built like a battleship. Freaky, freaky strength. And he's also got some technique. He was one of the best guys this past summer at the Under Armour event down in uh, at IMG. And he was singled out by the D-line coach when I talked to him. And I'm like, okay, that's a good sign because we just had elite four- and five-star kids everywhere there. And he was the one they mentioned the most. Good sign. Terry is, though, a guy you're going to have to really battle for. Committed to Georgia, Bama's after him, Clemson's after him, Auburn, everybody wants this kid. But he's on campus this weekend. Florida State has to make some inroads. Big time, big time defensive lineman. And this is the kind of guy that Bowden used to get, and it changed Florida State's program back in the day. David Sanders mentioned him a little bit ago. Originally a tight end, he's made the move to offensive tackle, and his career path has changed. He is at Charlotte Providence Day in North Carolina. He was the best player, in some people's opinion, at the Atlanta Under Armour Combine this past spring. Great kid. Interviewed him. I really enjoyed it. He has an offer from pretty much every school in the country. Another five-star, depending on who you talk to, he's the top player in the country in the class of 25. Florida State's in the mix, but he's got all the schools. But 6'6", 280, and moves like a tight end. Think of like Douglas, the big tight end for, for uh, FSU. If he would have moved to tackle, that's what this kid is. But he's only a junior in high school. It's incredible what David could do long-term. Kid I saw last night, Zaire Addison. He's at Sumner High School down just outside of the edge of Tampa. He's kind of an, a similar deal to Sanders. Played D-line originally. He's only been at O-line for a year and a half or so. His, his day is coming, if you will. 6'5", 270, 280. He looks like a basketball player. And to put it into a visual for you, he rolls his shirt up, and he's a 270-plus pound kid, and he's, he doesn't look fat. That is rare. He is put together like most people just are not. Physically gifted, great kid. He's going to be up here. This is at least his third visit to Florida State this year. Offers all over the place, and he's going to have plenty more. His recruitment really didn't start blowing up until this summer. He's a little bit more of a late bloomer because he switched from D-line to O-line. But that is a kid you need to know. He's at Sumner High School just outside of Tampa, just south, Zaire Addison. We're also going to talk about Jamie French. This is an interesting one. He is based out of Jacksonville, and he goes to Mandarin. 
Now, there's a certain quarterback that happens to be committed to Florida State from that same high school. We'll, we'll get into him a little bit more and some of the other kids later on. But when, when you look at this list, French is one of several great receivers. He's a great route runner, very timely, very sudden. And he's a kid we've known about since eighth grade. For those of us that go to the seven-on-seven tournaments, we're like, who's that? And he was killing kids that were much older than him before he was ever in high school. And he committed to Bama. But the way Bama is recruiting him and all that, I'm sure it's great because they do a good job. Florida State is somebody that many people think is right there. I haven't talked to Jamie in a while, but this is a kid to keep an eye on. In my opinion, he is the number one receiver in the class of 25. He's not as big as what you would think of Jeremiah or Cam, but he is so crafty in his ability to make cuts. He makes people look really bad. Quite honestly, he's similar to quite a few guys like a Snoop Menace, et cetera, from back in the day, but he's just incredible in space. I, I don't know who else to compare him to here recently because to go with his hands, it's hard to get that combination. Also a super competitive kid that plays free safety as well. Osman Chroma, Lee County, running back. He's right down the road from Cam Davis. Cam told me about this kid a while back. And they're buddies. They play at schools right down the road from each other. He is the show for Lee County. And that's a great program. They're good again this year. They're going to come in second in their region. Thomas County Central is probably going to win that region or already did. But this is a kid that everybody knows he's going to get the ball and still dominates. Big, long, lean kid, but can break down, sink his hips, make people miss. Uh, six foot, 200 pounds, give or take. Very, very nice guy. Real laid back. Typical Central Georgia kid but it offers from everybody, Clemson, Georgia, Florida State, et cetera. Everybody wants him, but he's been to Florida State quite a few times, and he is pretty pretty close with Cam. This is one to watch. I'm not saying I have any insight. I haven't talked to him since the spring, I believe it is, but this is a kid that wouldn't surprise me if he ended up in Florida State's class and sooner than later because they've done such a good job recruiting him. Again, I know Cam. And Cam's told me about him, and I've also met Osmond. This is a guy to watch. He's a national top 100 kid by anybody's assertion. And Florida State, again, they're going to get him on campus this weekend. Tavion Swint, this is an interesting one. Plays at Osceola and Kissimmee. Known him for quite a while. We all knew he was going to be special by his sophomore year. He was one of the best players in Central Florida. He told me in this, uh, see, that was July, that it was a pretty good chance he was going to take several visits. Florida, Florida State were the other schools besides UCF where he's committed. He was most interested. I think Florida State's got a great shot here. His running style is similar to the running backs they have on campus right now. He's got some power in his legs, can break down, but he's also a guy when he makes a sudden move, there's a lot of oohs and ahs in the crowd. I've seen him play more times than I can count because he's very active in seven-on-seven, and I've seen him play for the Osceola because it's about 30 minutes from where I live, but he is tremendous. UCF's going to have a hard time holding on to that one. Let's also talk about a couple other kids that some people may not know as much about injury, different place, et cetera. Donovan Johnson, originally from Savannah, transferred to IMG, but he hurt his knee in the spring. He was 210 pounds and yoked when he was 15 years old. Complete physical specimen, special, special football player. Donovan is back healthy. I saw him a couple weeks ago and talked to him for a little bit when I was at IMG. Florida State, again, not their incredible running back they're going to have on campus. Any of these three could be your number one. Any of them. If they get any of the three, Florida State would be good to go. 
Johnson is the one that's the most physically imposing. When he walks up, that is Igor man. He's healthy now. He could play the end of this year, but he told me, no big deal. I'm just going to make sure everything's good, go into spring, and go full bore. Florida State is one of many schools after him, but the fact that he chose Florida State this weekend, good sign for the Florida State Seminoles. Also want to kind of throw out a player from South Florida. This is a kid that not a ton of people know about because he's not at one of the tradition-rich programs. He's at West Broward, and that is Joshua Moore. Big-bodied receiver, if you like the guys like Jeremiah, if you like the guys like Cam Coleman, this is your dude. Joshua is 6'3", at least. I stood next to him right before the season at an event. That's a big kid. And he makes the highlight reel catch look pretty darn easy. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not surprised everybody wants him. He, he's playing at West Broward, though. It's not a prominent program, so he probably doesn't get as much respect as he deserves, but he's going to be a 40 offer kid. As I said earlier, I'm getting ready to go into the third segment, talk a little bit about some of the things that are really important for Florida State to do to finish out this weekend. But there is a gazillion more kids I could talk about. This could be a two-hour podcast. Just keep that in mind. This is a very important weekend. There's always so much time, but it is an incredible, incredible list. And speaking of incredible, prize picks. Make sure you're checking it out. It is daily fantasy sports made easy. For instance, prize picks is not a situation where you're betting against sharks and all the different people with spreadsheets in front of them. It's you against the numbers. So here's an example. If you're talking about a quarterback, a running back, whatever it is, let's use Patrick Mahomes. Over, under, that's all it is. The numbers set at two. And you say he's going to go over or he's going to go under, whatever it may be, on touchdowns. Or if you want to talk about a receiver, number of yards, 60, 70, 80, whatever it is, you make the choice. And if you want, you can do it different ways with different combinations and you can win up to 25 times your money. It's pretty darn cool. So with that being said, I like doing the basic stuff with players that I know personally. You can do it however you want. I stick to the basics like quarterback and receiver. Use your own judgment and you make the decision. So go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com forward slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for a first deposit match of $100. All right. Here's the whole thing in one big nutshell. This weekend is huge for Florida State. They have to find a way to get as many of these kids, even though you can only spend so much time with them, to feel appreciated, to enjoy the environment, which is going to be kind of hard not to, a 3.30 game against Miami. It'll be great. But this is your chance to maximize long-term. Again, like I said, Jeremiah Smith and Cam Coleman, are to me, are the clear, obvious things because you need big play receivers to win in college football this year and all the week. Well, really, going forward, the way the game is played, but there's just a gazillion players, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, tight end, you name it. There are five stars at every position. I don't even have remotely enough time to do it in one podcast. I'd need three, at least. That's the good news. What else can they do to finish with that, besides obviously winning the game and just being exciting and all that? How do these visits work? What, what happens? Here's something for you to understand. Florida State, like any other school, has to show parents, coaches, or whoever these kids come with, their high school coach, seven-on coach, whatever it may be, that we're going to take care of your kid. Now, this is just what I've heard because I don't know Novell, never met him, 
I, I only met a few people around the Florida State program that are currently there. But I can tell you this, they have done a great job to get this list together. So that tells me one basic thing. They've earned trust. These kids could go to other games. They don't have to go to the Florida State game. They could go to a Georgia game, or they could go to an Ole Miss game, or they could go to a number of other places. Why'd they pick this one? Florida State's doing something right. So now you got to maximize it. It's about paying attention to details for each individual kid. And that gets complex because that kid really means their entourage, their family, their personalities around them, whatever it may be. It could be one person. It could be 10. It could be that guy's sister because he's tight with his sister. It could be his mom. It could be his high school coach. How do they act? How much do they want to talk? Do they want to be left alone? Recruiting is complex especially as competitive as it is now, because most schools, Florida State in, in particular, they've really done a better job with this this year. I mean, they've got an offensive lineman committed from California. It's national. Most of these kids are pretty local, but, you know, I've got a few kids from outside the region, and you get a couple more here or there, you need to make sure that you still focus on the key players without bending over backwards too much for them. So the other guy that's still a good player, doesn't feel left out. It is an incredibly fine line that you're trying to find. This is a hard business. Give respect to the, all the people in the back office, the recruiting admins, the AD and all the assistants, everybody that sets this up, sports information, you name it. They all contribute in one way, shape, or form to the Florida State Seminoles, bringing in the recruits for them to have a good time and for them eventually to sign their letter of intent and play college football in Tallahassee, Florida. It is complex. And it's important. Again, this weekend is huge. Florida State has a chance to set themselves up for national title runs if they make this weekend go well. And it's we're not going to know immediately, obviously, because a lot of them have a long way to go in the recruitment. But this can be a memorable situation. Something to think about because there are very few lists like this one. And I've only seen part of it, and it changes constantly. I'll probably find out more on Saturday when kids start showing up. But at the same time, this list is incredible, and the 25 list alone is just kind of blowing my eyes wide open here to what Florida State's trying to do. They've got a great chance of the number one class in 2025. So with that, everybody have a great day, and thank you very much.